Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey, it's Mark K from The Mark K Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to The Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's The Mark K Show. The first hour of The Mark K Show starts now you know a friend of mine and i use the term loosely because i really don't have any friends uh but somebody i know i was talking to them about the republican um, about the donald trump rally coming up in tulsa oklahoma and how now the uh, campaign is saying one million people one million people have registered online to get tickets to attend a rally that only 19,200 people can actually attend the place the venue where they're holding this only seats 19,200 people over 1 million 1 million people have actually registered for tickets because they want to attend the Donald Trump rally in Tulsa Oklahoma on June 20th now a couple things about that it's so big that the governor is looking for a new venue that it can hold more people because so many people want to go uh the second thing is that this person I talked to who may or may not be a friend they said you know you know what that is? And I said, no, what is it? They said, that's just liberals going on. What they're doing is they are going on and they're just trying to fill up seats and then they're not going to show. So as soon as it was announced, because this is a thing, this is what happens. The Democrats and Antifa and the liberals and the Bernie bros and the Russian bots or whatever, they go on and they just register with their names and email addresses so that they take up a seat so that they get a ticket and then they don't show up. And then Donald Trump is speaking to an empty room. Now, couple things. <laughs> That's a nice thought. That's a nice thought. Couple things. First of all, Donald Trump has never spoken to an empty room in his entire life. That's number one. Number two is even if one half of the people who registered, even if one half of the of the one million people who registered online were liberals, Antifa, Bernie bros, uh, paid representatives of George Soros, the Clinton Foundation volunteers. I don't care who you are. Even if one half of the people who registered are not planning on attending and they're just looking to take up a seat, that still leaves 500,000 other people legitimately who registered and want to go. Even if two thirds of those people are fake. That still leaves over 330,000 people who legitimately want to cram into a 19,000 seat auditorium. Even if 99% of the people were fake Russian bots or, or liberal hackers just trying to take up seats so Donald Trump gets embarrassed by speaking to an empty room in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that still fills the stadium to capacity. There's no stopping this. There's no stopping that. Now, when you couple on top of the announcement that Donald Trump has uh, had one million people register online to come see him speak in Tulsa, Oklahoma, when you see that number and you couple it with the the fundraising effort that happened on Sunday, which was the president's birthday. 
president turned 74. There were Trump tillas all over the place. People were uh, doing massive fundraising campaigns. It was the single largest fundraising day in the history, in the history of the GOP. It was the single largest fundraising day since the 2016 election. $14 million in one day. $14 million in one day. You have 1 million people registering online to go see the president speak in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Again, it's not a big city. That means people are traveling. It means people are coming from Texas and people are coming from, you know, the other states that border Oklahoma, which escaped me right now because I'm not looking at a map. They're coming from all over to see the president speak at this rally. They are not worried about the coronavirus. They are not worried about COVID-19. They are not worried about the crowds or the social distancing or the masks. They are worried about one thing and one thing only. They are worried about this country. They are worried about the direction that the country could go in. They're worried about the future of themselves, about their families, of their livelihood, of their finances. They love America. They want to protect it. And so they are signing up to go see the president and they are donating more money than in any single day in history. Yet when you still go online and you watch CNN, they're still just pumping up these polls, these poll numbers that show that Joe Biden, who a uh, Joe Biden, the man has not been out of his house in months. The man has no events planned. The man has no speeches planned. Anytime he speaks, it's on a Zoom call. And when it's on a Zoom call, it's bad for two reasons. Because number one, he goes off script and everything's recorded. Everything that he says or tries to say ends up online as some kind of recorded gif or some kind of uh, some kind of, you know, uh, flub or gaffe. Every single thing is out there. For people to see. And in the meantime, the president of the United States goes on not just campaigning, but running the country and turning things around. And the economic, the V recovery, which we've all seen in the stock market, the V recovery, which we're seeing in the economy, the unemployment numbers just skyrocketing. I mean, when you see the enthusiasm that the president brings to the city of Jacksonville when he announces that the Republican National Committee will be here. If you see what's happening in Charlotte, in North Carolina, if you see the economic collapse of these liberal run states and these cities, when you see that Donald Trump is putting forth uh, efforts in, in places like Florida and places like Texas to reopen, to help boost the economy, to bring in jobs. When you see how great things are going for some of those states that aren't run by Democrats. When you see how well-respected the police are here in Jacksonville and here around Florida, as opposed to as opposed to New York City, where uh, allegedly these police are complaining that Shake Shack uh, employees put something in their milkshakes. They tasted some kind of bleachy material everywhere that the Democrats are in charge. Things are deteriorating rapidly, financially, socially in a public safety uh, manner and anywhere you see the president putting his putting his stamp on a state or a city or announcing some kind of uh, you know event will be held there you see nothing but excitement and passion and economic prosperity and when you look at the states one by one by one because CNN again with these polls they'll they'll pump up these national polls man they are so excited to tell you what their national poll said how Joe Biden nationally is up by 14 points nobody seems to remember what happened in 2016 nobody seems to remember I'll tell you exactly what happened in 2016 I remember I was there 
The polls came out for months. Hillary Clinton, steady lead on Donald Trump. Hillary Clinton, 15 points ahead of the president. Hillary Clinton holds a lead in every single swing state. Hillary Clinton wins Michigan by seven points. Wisconsin by 12 points. Pennsylvania by 14 points. Hillary Clinton stays home. She disappears. She doesn't give a press conference for 30 days. She holds no campaign events. She feels like she is going to coast into the White House. Meanwhile, Donald Trump is out there campaigning every day, over and over, several cities a day, several rallies a day, shaking hands, taking photos, talking to thousands and thousands of people, drumming up excitement for him, drumming up excitement for his agenda, drumming up excitement for the, the United States of America, for putting America first, for making America great again. And then comes Election Day. And soon everybody realizes that Donald Trump's campaign is real. And not only is it real, it's real effective. And Hillary Clinton, who was not just the presumptive nominee for the Democratic Party, who cheated her way into getting the nomination with superdelegates, but then kind of kind of just sat back, relaxed and waited for herself to be anointed president of the United States, started to lose. She started to lose those swing states. She lost North Carolina. She lost Ohio. She lost Michigan. She lost Pennsylvania. She lost Wisconsin. She lost the presidency. Then she lost her mind, as did her voters. And what did they attack? Did they attack Donald Trump? Sure. Did they attack Republicans? Absolutely. But they attacked the Electoral College. And they said the Electoral College is unfair. It's a broken system. It's antiquated. The Electoral College is not how we should choose our presidents. It should be popular vote. But the Electoral College is how we choose our presidents. The Electoral College does make it fair. The Electoral College is not antiquated. And the Electoral College, when you look at it state by state, county by county, gives Donald Trump to this day not just the same success rate that he enjoyed in 2016, but odds have him slightly over where he was at this time four years ago. And Joe Biden is doing exactly what Hillary Clinton did, not campaigning, not speaking, not giving press conferences. He's sitting at home in his basement, just kind of waiting for the moment when he's anointed president of the United States. We are running the same exact election that we ran in 2016. And mark my words, we will have the same exact outcome. 855-765-1045. I got to take a quick break. 855-765-1045 is our number. If you want to get through, you can leave us an open mic message, too, if you don't want to talk to me directly. That's what I understand. Sometimes I don't even like talking to myself. Uh, just download our mobile app, 104.5 WOKV in our app store. Quick break. More of the Mark Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque, 855-765-1045. Man, every single day between now and Election Day is just so important and so exciting. And uh, the president is speaking today. And fun fact, the mayor is speaking at 1130. He was supposed to speak at noon, and then he moved it to 1130. And so I wrote to the mayor's office because I have an in. And I said, hey, can you move it back to noon, please? Because we're on till like, 1130 is right in my show. And they were back and they said, hey, we were going to, we know. We listen to your show. They love it, apparently, at the mayor's office. 
And um, and what happened was they had to move it to 1130 because the president announced that he was speaking at noon. Uh, there's an executive order he has with some police uh, reform initiatives that he's putting forth from the Oval Office. So that happens at noon. And uh, so I guess the mayor said, well, we'll just have to break into Marquet show at 1130. He'll regret that decision. We'll make sure that he will next. We'll make sure that he he regrets that decision. But that's basically our that's why I'm talking so fast today, because I only have an hour and a half where I would usually have two full hours. Yeah, you had to get uh, two hours of content in 90 minutes. I know. i got to get 30 minutes, like, you know, slammed into uh, into the... the yeah, uh, I feel like it's your normal rate of, of utterance. Hour. You think it's what? I think it's your normal rate of utterance. Rate of utterance? Wow. What, what, a, what are you, a cow? <laughs> All right, college. Well, gee, look at you with your fancy... <laughs> <laughs> His glasses. <laughs> yeah, Hannah put on her, like, smart girl glasses, and now she's like, it's your rate hey, of Mark, utterance. Hey, Mark, you talk fast. Yeah, I sure do. Rate <laughs> of utterance, that's a great, that's a great concept, actually. That's a great concept to think about it. Yeah. Uh, I used to have this show back before this was a show. It was just a podcast. And I would send it off to be transcribed. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically what happened was they would charge um, for one minute. They would charge a dollar. Right. And so I sent off like I sent off like a 20 minute podcast and they charged me thirty dollars. And I wrote back. I said, excuse me. It clearly says one (laughs) dollar per minute. And you're charging me $30 for a 20 minutes uh, broadcast. And they wrote back and they said, yes, but if you read the fine print, you speak more words in one minute than the average <laughs> oh, person. Oh, there's a fine print just for you? <laughs> fine print just for yeah, the Mark K clause. And I go, great. The Mark K clause. So they're like, yours, yours average out to like a buck 15, a buck 20 a minute because they have to transcribe more words. I don't know. <laughs> it makes sense, though. They charge, I guess, by rate of utterance. So. That's anyway. right. Uh, but that's what we got going on today. We are going to try to squeeze in some mail time because we did get a, a package and a letter, and uh, it's always we want to make sure that people are thanked live on the air. But before we get into that, we have uh, we have a couple. Let's squeeze in a phone call from Ira in Florida. Hi, Ira. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm doing really well, Ira. What do you want to say? I just wanted to tell you that I watch your show a lot on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, good. Thank you. Lo- yeah, and I love your show. Oh wow! But thanks so much. It, it, I mean, I'm a big Trump supporter, and I fight for you know. I'm mean, I'm always on, you know, I'm always on Facebook, and I'm arguing with people back and forth and stuff like that. Yeah, and, me too. You know, and it's a crazy thing because this. I don't know, man. I, I love Trump, but I just think he's being set up left and right. It's it's ridiculous. And I wanted to ask you a question. Sure. Do you think that? Do you think that Joe Biden has a chance of winning the election? No. No, no, a hundred percent. No, I've never. In uh, fact, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I thought I think Hillary Clinton had a better chance in 2016 of winning the election than Joe Biden does in 2020 of winning the election, despite. In fact, in because of everything that's going on in the media and in the world, I believe that when you turn on the news and when you see the Black Lives Matter rallies and when you see the violent protests and when you see the statues being torn down and when you see the coronavirus crisis and when you see the bad economy, I believe all of that, contrary to popular belief that it hurts the president's chances of being reelected, I believe it actually almost destroys Joe Biden's chances of winning and you know what? I'll, I'll explain that to you here in just a minute. That's a great question, Ira. And it's one question that I hear more and more because of what's being politicized and, and, uh, and pushed out on the news, because of the political pandering and because of what CNN and MSNBC and ABC News and all these people, the, the messages they're sending out there. A lot of people are getting nervous and jittery and they're saying, golly, could Joe Biden actually be our president? No, no, he cannot. And I'll explain here in just a minute. Got to take a quick break. 
Like I said, we're, we're, we're trying to jam a lot of words into a little bit of time. Uh, thanks, Mayor Curry. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marquee Show on the way. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marquee Show. This is the Marquee Show. Mark, thank you so much for properly pronouncing it, GIF. If I hear one more person say GIF, I'm going to lose my mind. Oh, you're welcome. We we need you to keep your mind and your sanity as long as that's why we'll always uh, properly pronounce words here, um, especially words like GIF, which some so many people mispronounce. Uh, we'll get into what I always thought it was GIF. Well, that's, I think uh, I said GIF, and then the whole world said GIF, and now it's GIF again. But the creators of the GIF call it a GIF, what? even though it sounds for graphic. Yeah. Josh is just a lemming. He just follows the crowd. I, I pronounce it lemming. <laughs> so lemming. if we can just get on the same page here. <laughs> I, I, I pronounce it Pidgey. 855 uh, Leave us an open mic message about whatever you want, and we'll play it on the air, and that's proof positive. Um, by the way, a smart girl with the glasses said it's Jif. I so pronounce it Jurl. She's a go. smart Jurl. When, when Hannah has her glasses on, she's just going to be, she's going to be our uh, the professor of everything. <laughs> that's right. If we have any difficulties deciding who's right or who's wrong, we'll just go to her. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so just before the break, we had a caller call in with a question that I hear a lot more people asking, and that is, does Joe Biden actually have a, a, a snowball's chance in H-E double hockey sticks of winning the general election? And the answer to that is absolutely not. No, 100 percent. You don't need to worry. No matter what you hear in the media, no matter what your friends tell you, no matter what the social injustices of the world or the protesters seem to be chanting, uh, no matter how many you know memes you see on social media with the president being the devil or holding up the Bible like Hitler did, all of these things, everything is fabricated online to make you think that Joe Biden is going to win the election. He is not because elections are won it's state by state by state. Really, they're one county by county. But we don't have time to break down all the counties because uh, there's thousands of them. But we do have time to look at the states. And uh, if you go to this website, 270towin.com, they have this great interactive map where you can actually pick and choose who gets what states and how close they are to the Electoral College. And they pre-populate or they populate the states with, you know, the way the polls are going. And they leave the empty ones or the toss-ups empty so that you can fill them in on your own. And if you look at it, the electoral map is bad news for Joe Biden, because as it stands right now, there are 204 electoral votes that are solidly in Donald Trump's camp. There are 248 for Joe Biden. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, that's more. doesn't matter. You still need 270 to win. And the remaining states, there's one, two, three, four, five states that are that are potentially up for grabs. The first one is Florida with its 29 electoral votes. I'm very optimistic. I'm uh, I'm pretty sure that because we have a Republican governor and two Republican senators and a Republican mayor and Donald Trump is also a a a uh, citizen of Florida now he moved he's now a resident of Florida and because personally I know that Florida is doing really well uh, through this entire crisis, I'm going to go ahead and give Donald Trump Florida and those 29 electoral votes, which boosts him up to 233. Also, Arizona has 11, and a lot of people are calling Arizona a toss-up. I don't believe Arizona is a toss-up. I believe Arizona is a solidly red state. I will give him the 11 there. North Carolina. Now, North Carolina could go either way. North Carolina went for Barack Obama, but then North Carolina last time around went for Donald Trump. The biggest problem that North Carolina has right now is its Democratic governor. 
because its Democratic governor has chased has chased so much economic development and growth and opportunity out of the state because of the coronavirus scare. The reason we have the Republican National Convention in Jacksonville this year is thanks to the Democratic governor who was basically trying to shut it down in Charlotte. So the president said, forget it, we're leaving. Charlotte lost out on $160 million of revenue. Now, the NASCAR All-Star Race, also usually run at Charlotte Motor Speedway, is going next door to Bristol, Tennessee. They're like, look, if the governor's not going to allow us to run our business the way we want our business to be run, then they're going to leave as well. There are so many uh, just left-leaning economic stances in, in North Carolina, which is crippling the state, that I believe North Carolina will also main, will also remain in Trump's column. I believe that. That gives him another 15. You're now at 259 and 248, and there's two states that remain, Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. And these were the big states that gave Donald Trump his win. Michigan, they're saying, is blue. I don't I don't believe it with Governor Whitmer in there. I don't believe it with all of the tumult we've seen in Michigan. But I'll go with their polling, and I'll leave Michigan blue. And we'll look at Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. In Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, you have basically a dead heat between Donald Trump and... I'm sorry, in Wisconsin, you have a dead heat between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Between May 29th and 31st, it was 45-45, dead even. Two days later, there was a boost of nine points for Joe Biden. But we have a long way till Election Day, and I believe that Wisconsin, Wisconsin is still a toss-up. However, you know what? Just for the sake of argument, let's say Joe Biden squeezes out a win in Wisconsin, getting the 10 electoral votes. That leaves Pennsylvania. And Pennsylvania went to Donald Trump. And Pennsylvania has a lot of police-loving individuals. And Pennsylvania is a blue-collar state. And Pennsylvania has a lot of production, has a lot of factories that Donald Trump brought back to the state, has a lot of places around there that, that benefited from the Donald Trump presidency. They have a proud American heritage. And guess what's happening? Their statues are being attacked. They also have been suffering under the, the horrible control of a very blue Democratic governor who is not just who is not just keeping them under this kind of dictatorial control, but is also kind of hypocritical. And the governor there is not loved, and the party there is not loved. And when you look at the polls, when you look at the polls, Donald Trump handedly beats Joe Biden in Pennsylvania 50 to 46. So if Donald Trump loses Wisconsin and, and loses Michigan and manages to maintain Pennsylvania, that gives him 279 votes, nine votes more than he needs to win. Now. There's one more factor, and I'm, I'm the only one, I think, uh, that I've heard say this, mostly because I don't really listen to anybody else. But there's another state out there that is traditionally blue, that has been blue for a very long time, and I feel could turn because the Democratic leadership in this state is so bad. The Democratic leadership in this state is so just just terrible. It has done more harm to this state than any other state in our union in the last four years. It has come up with the craziest, most ridiculous policies. It has had some of the most uh, outspoken, loudest socialist voices in the, in the history of the United States. And it's a state that Donald Trump only lost to Hillary Clinton by two percentage points. And that state is Minnesota. Minnesota, where the whole George Floyd thing began. Minneapolis, think about this, Ilhan Omar, 
this guy Frey, the governor, uh, what's his name? Uh, you know, the governor. Uh, the, all these people are Democrats. They've been running the state. When Minneapolis set fire and people started going crazy, the governor did nothing. Wald is his name. He, uh, Walls. Walls, pardon me. Walls. Governor Walls did nothing to help, uh, qu- you know, quell the fire or, or put out the flames. He just, the mayor stepped aside and let the police departments be abandoned and burned to the ground. Minneapolis is is a hub of of commerce. It's a beautiful city. It's got this rich heritage. Now all we know it for is looting, rioting, destruction, and weak leadership. And when you throw Ilhan Omar, one of the squad members, one of the most uh, one of the most you know one of the biggest like firebrands of the squad, one of the most outspoken socialist squad members coming from the state of Minnesota. When you lump all that together, I see Minnesota in play. And that would give President Trump another 10 votes to play with. I mean, there are New Hampshire, another four. There's so many unknowns in this election. But we do know one thing. In order to win any presidential election, you need a passionate base of voters supporting you. Donald Trump has that. Joe Biden does not. Nobody is passionate about Joe Biden. People are passionate about Black Lives Matter. People are passionate about defund the police. People are passionate about, you know, abortions up to and even after the baby is born. People are passionate about whatever their subjects or whatever's close to their heart or whatever, you know, radical agendas they've come up with. Nobody is passionate about the candidate on the Democratic side of the aisle. And that candidate is not doing anything to inspire the kind of passion that Donald Trump is. So if you're worried about whether or not Joe Biden could possibly win this election, you have to look at it state by state by state. And when you do, you realize it's damn near impossible. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We'll get some of your phone calls here in just a minute. We are awaiting the mayor, uh, Lenny Curry, to give us a coronavirus COVID-19 update at 1130. We're going to try to get everything we need to get done in before then. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. The Marque Show. My name is Marque. Thanks so much for joining us. Shout out to CR Bud and Elizabeth uh, Psych Youngblood and Fireball33 on YouTube. They're really into the show today. And we appreciate that. We stream the show, by the way, every, Twitch. We're on Twitch all the time. We're on uh, YouTube. We're on Periscope, which is the Twitter version of streaming. I, I think you're having a streaming battle right now because Twitch is dropping some uh, some thanks also. Oh, man. We Mom love... of Many904 and Donna Marie. Look at this. It's we a love... battle of the streaming services. I love this it. Is, this is so I found my new favorite hobby. Uh, <laughs> and then, of course, Pit on, them against each other. They'll donate more. Then, of course, on <laughs> Facebook, we get a ton of uh, we get a ton of viewers every single day, which is awesome. And LinkedIn doesn't like us. We've applied. You have to apply. That's just how snooty LinkedIn is. Yeah, it's like a getting a job, right? Right. You have to, <laughs> it really just, is. Yeah. Which is quite ironic. It's not enough to be on LinkedIn, but yeah, you You've got to get hired by them to stream, but we're working on it. You know, we'll break them down uh, eventually. And, of course, if you want to hear us, uh, download the mobile app, 104.5 WOKV. Our mobile app is great because what happens is 
Um, what happens is the, you, uh, you download the app and you can listen anywhere. So if you're driving in your car and you have like the Bluetooth, whatever, you can just stream the app. You don't have to worry about the signal going out if you drive into another state or under a, you know, my, my, I got my wife the satellite radio because she wanted it when we go on long journeys. What year is it? Uh, I don't know, but here's what okay. happens. Here's what happens. Every time she goes under like a tree, the music goes out. Yeah, because it's go, getting the radio waves or I the airwaves. Yeah, that's horrible. 855-765-1045. Plus, you can leave us open mic messages uh, like this one. I went and donated blood over the weekend. Just got an email yesterday saying that I tested negative for antibodies for the coronavirus. So if you would like to know if you uh, had it in the past, uh, go donate some blood. Yeah, by the way, I finally got my one blood results. Um, no. I did the same thing two weeks yeah. ago. I went to the one blood and I gave the blood and then I waited for my results. I finally got it back. And I think that they had a problem with their. I have to go, go go back and talk to them because they said that I was negative for the antibodies as well. Right. And I know that for a fact that I wasn't negative because that I had the coronavirus. They're wrong. Um, so they're definitely wrong. I have to go get tested. <laughs> well, I did some research. Apparently, those tests are not 100 percent accurate. So, what are they accurate? Are they like 99 percent like, accurate? No, like not even like like 50 50. No way. I swear to God, they're like the most. If you talk to any doctor, they'll be like, I don't trust the accuracy of that test. Is that just for all tests everywhere or just for one blood? No, just the, the test that I took. Okay. No, it's not the one blood. One blood's great. It's the test that they get. Right. Because whoever created the test, I think they were drunk when they did it. They're not really, you know, but, but you, I mean, look, so I may have to go get another one. I may have to do like best two out of three. And see what happens. So um, we well, have to wait two months to give blood again. Is a problem, right? No, but I can go down to I can go back go go down to Lot J. You can get your finger pricked. I can get my finger pricked, and then they'll uh, they'll give huh. me a test. And if that one's positive, then I'll know clearly that there was confused. a yeah. yeah, like that one's the right one. Um, anyway, eight five five seven six five one zero four five eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is Ray in Jacksonville. Ray, hey, thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? Oh, doing great, Ray. What's up, man? Hey, I just wanted to let you know, I don't know if you keep track or not, but I think Anna should really keep track. But it's 179 days till we got the poker tournament for Case Kids. Is it really? Yes, sir. Wow, it's only... Wow. Ray, thanks so much for keeping me. I totally forgot about that. I'll keep track of that. Hey, yeah. Hannah, that's your new what, job. One more, one more thing, Mark? Yeah. Hey, I wanted to tell uh, Hannah congratulations on uh, the closing on her new house. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Great. Did you want to tell everyone her address, too, so that they can swing by and say, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, congratulations on your uh, on your new condo. Also, 100 and what did he say? How many days? 79. 179, yeah. Wow, 179 days till the K's Kids uh, Ho Ho Hold'em Celebrity Poker Tournament. That's great. I, I'm so excited. Hopefully, uh, we'll all want to go back and play poker by then. 855-765-1045. This is Jack in Green Cove Springs. How you doing, Jack? Hey, just fine. How you doing? Oh, good. What do you want to say, sir? Hey, you know, I just hope everybody with your listeners, I always hope America would well, stop and just think a second, slow down. Think of where Trump would be if he hadn't been hampered so much by all the Democrats and everything else he's had to deal with. I mean, he, he can't even walk off a plane without getting ridiculed about it. I mean, but and and, I, and also, you know, I can't only watch TV anymore. I mean, you know, watch TV and man, it just makes me steamed and so. Yeah, no, my advice is don't my advice is don't watch TV. I will watch TV and we'll just tell you all the stuff you need to know. So just listen to the radio. <laughs> hey, that sounds like a plan. Yeah, all right, good. Hey, thanks, Jack. Yeah, I mean there is there is that thought process and when you and I think people are waking up to it because more and more you see people that CNN used to cater to now biting the hand that used to feed them. They understand what's going on. 
And Donald Trump has business to do. The uh, Senate has business to do. The Congress has business to do. They are spending the majority of their time trying to thwart Donald Trump's efforts. They are spending the majority of their time trying to keep the president from making America great. Which makes you think, why are these people still in office? Why are we not attacking them? Well, what this coronavirus crisis and what the economic collapse state by state and what these riots and and police issues around the country are doing is they're shining light on the Democratic governors, mostly Democratic mayors, mostly Democratic police chiefs, mostly who are destroying destroying major metropolitan areas. New York, probably number one. Bill de Blasio now has coronavirus, and instead of admitting it, he literally has just canceled all of his events, events and gone into hiding. I mean, New York is basically the, it should be the poster child for why not to vote for Democrats. 855-765-1045. All right, quick break. When we get back, we're going to squeeze in some mail time. We got the mayor coming up and more of the Marquee Show. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Mark, how long is this COVID checkpoint at the state line supposed to last? I don't, you know what, so I only drove by there once and it was on a Sunday. So they, they put us into the little lane on the right and we were all excited about going into the COVID checkpoint. But then it was closed because it was Sunday. And I guess, I guess if you've got COVID-19 and you're coming down from New York, the time to do it is Sunday morning because they were, <laughs> they were closed. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to ask the governor about that. Uh, and he doesn't take our phone calls anymore. But we do have an update from the mayor, uh, Mayor Lenny Curry. He's going to be updating us here at 12, thir- I'm sorry, 1130. Was supposed to be 12 noon, but the president is signing an executive order at 12 noon. Everything got shifted. 1130. We take an early lunch. Lenny Curry speaks about coronavirus in Jacksonville. 855-765-1045. Uh, is it derail in Houston? Derail. Derail. What's up, derail? How are you? Man, I'm good, bro. I'm oh. just trying to, man, I can't take this Biden stuff too much longer. Can't take the Biden stuff. What stuff about Biden can't you take? Man, his son is his his just blankly, just straight out, uh, man, stealing from the American people. Yeah, yeah. And Ukraine, the Ukraine scandal. Biden admitted to it on on TV, and there's nothing going on with that. Why is this? I'll tell you what, that's a great point. And, you know, I was watching a video yesterday where, I'll, you know, somebody pointed out that what, what people don't realize is that right now there is a huge Senate committee hearing about the Ukraine scandal, about Russian collusion, um, about, you know, the FISA warrants in the election. Nothing to do with Donald Trump's involvement. On the contrary, this has to do with the Democratic involvement. And there are subpoenas being thrown out left, right and center. There are people from the FBI being interrogated uh, every single day. Lindsey Graham, tons of people in the Senate, Republicans trying to get to the bottom of how this whole Russian collusion mess started. Because if you remember, immediately after the president was elected, everyone started accusing him of working with Putin, of being Putin's puppet. Everyone accused him of having Russian bots, uh, you know, steal the election on his behalf. They said that they had meetings at Trump Tower. They had FISA warrants. They had all of these. They had all of these people um, that were out there, you know, gathering information and intel. The FBI 
was listening in on the president's camp, a presidential campaign. They were listening in for evidence of some crime that never happened. And these warrants were illegally obtained over and over again with falsified email documentation. It was a mess. And Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden and Barack Obama and all of them knew all about it. And that's what's happening in the Senate right now. And you don't know that. Because every time you turn on the TV, there's a march, there's a walk, there's a riot, there's a statue coming down, there's a football player who wants to get back on a team, there's somebody else, uh, you know, talking about this, this and that, there's a funeral, there's, there's more rioting, there's a Wendy's burning down. Every time you turn on the TV, there is some kind of drama that is drawing attention away from what is actually newsworthy. Stuff that you actually need to know. Things that could sway this election in favor of Donald Trump even more. That's one of the big reasons. That, I'm not saying it's the only reason. But that's one of the big reasons why all this other mess is happening. To distract you from the truth. To distract you from what's going on behind the scenes. This is the backwards kind of country we live in. And this is, you know, it's interesting. John Stewart, remember him from The Daily Show? John Stewart has a new movie coming out. And horrible time, by the way, to release a movie. But, you know, he's not a psychic. He didn't know any of this was going to happen. And he did an article. Uh, he did an interview with The New York Times yesterday. And he said, look, you know, what's what's interesting is when I, we started The Daily Show, which was, I guess, like 15 or 16 years ago now, he said when we started The Daily Show, could have been 20. It doesn't matter. Uh, he started The Daily Show 20 years ago. He said we wanted to make the news entertaining. Sure, it was news, but we wanted to make people laugh. We wanted it to be entertaining. We wanted to give people a reason to watch. And he said... There is there is now no difference between the actual news that you watch on television and what they scripted for 20 years on Comedy Central. It's he said when we created uh, when we created The Daily Show, it wasn't for other legitimate news networks to start emulating. They weren't supposed to look at us and say, hey, great idea. Let's start making up news as well. And then he pointed to something that I've said on this show repeatedly, that there is not enough news to cover a 24-hour cable news network. There is not enough news for 24-hour coverage of anything. He pointed to 9-11 and said, when there's a 9-11, absolutely. When there's a war going on or an invasion, sure. You need you need a 24-hour around-the-clock news channel. But the rest of the time, the other 10 years out of the decade when nothing's going on, you don't have enough news to fill 24 hours. And when you don't have enough news to fill 24 hours, what you do is you fabricate it. You create it. You get writers to go out there and write it. You put talking heads on TV to just spew theories and, and, and spew, you know, information that's not actually happening. And people just go with it. But why? It's a news channel. Up until Ted Turner created the 24-hour news network, news was legitimate. People believed it. It was 30 minutes a day. They didn't have enough time to create news. They had barely 30 minutes to give you the actual news. Now you've got, what, five, six, 24-hour news stations all clamoring to, to, to get your attention? They need to be more like Comedy Central. They need to be more entertaining. They need to have more horrific image, images. They need to have more fire and brimstone. And you know what's boring? Watching a Senate subcommittee hearing. Trust me, I know. I watch them all the time. Boring. You know what's exciting? Watching looters and rioters carry big screen TVs out of a Target or watching a woman with her belly hanging out going, you about to lose your job. You about to lose your job. That's entertainment. 
And the unfortunate problem is that's what our news networks have now decided they need to serve you because nobody wants to. Nobody watches Senate. You got C-SPAN if you want to watch the vote in the House. You got C-SPAN if you want to watch Lindsey Graham and Ted Cruz tear apart uh, FBI chiefs and, and Democratic lawyers and operatives. They want the new CNN wants excitement. MSNBC, they want excitement. Not only that, they need it because they need to keep you from watching C-SPAN. So you actually know what the hell went on in 2016 and you get angry enough to make sure it doesn't happen in 2020. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Jane in Pennsylvania. Hi, Jane. How are you? Jane? Oh, she's listening. She'll be, Jane will be right back. She had to go uh, do something else. This is Tom in St. Augustine. How's it going, Tom? Hey, good, Mark. Uh, first of all, thanks for your show. I listen to you as much as I can, and I like the job that you're doing here uh, for us in St. Augustine. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, I wanted to comment on the Reverend Rawls. I guess that's how you pronounce his name. Uh the black minister that uh, comes into St. Augustine and uh, with his demonstration and his marches. Yeah. And I read the I read an article. I'm reading it right now. In fact, it says where it says we're not concerned with changing hatred. The message we want to send is that hatred better be prepared to suffer the consequences. And uh, it goes on to say, although it was peaceful, he said, according to the news article, according to this article, once we threaten their safety and two, we threaten their money without specifying exactly whom he was threatening. So uh, he talks about vengeance. I, I, I guess he's a man of the cloth. I, I'm guessing that. He talks about this, and my concern is when you talk like that, if I'm coming into St. Augustine with my family and I see the protests going on, I don't have a problem with the peaceful protests. I never have, never will. You want to take the Confederate flag out of the picture? I don't have a problem with that either. The monuments I do have some problem with because right. I think to me it's a race in history. Sure. My point is, he comes in, he says what he says, and then he leaves. And to me, it's the only thing I'm saying is to me, it just doesn't serve any useful purpose. To you, to you, it doesn't serve any useful purpose. To the Democrats, it serves their purpose perfectly. And we got to take a quick break. And Tom, I'll explain to you once. And that's a great question. I'll explain to you again what because you need to realize before you before you make any decisions about protesting or or, you know, changing this or supporting that or putting a black square on your Instagram photo for the week before you do any of that, you need to really look at. What is the purpose of this? What is the point? What is the end game? What is the justification? What is what is the motive behind all of this? Great point. We're going to get into that here in just a minute. Stay tuned. More of the Mark Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us, uh, folks. We really appreciate it. All right, so here's the deal. We uh, we had a call just moments ago from, um, you know, about Reverend Rawls who's coming to St. Augustine. And this really, he's like, what's the point? Why come into a town, start a bunch of crap, scare people into staying away, make sure that the town loses money, and then leave? And the reason is because what people don't realize is that a lot of activists, I'm not saying the majority of activists, but I'm saying a lot of activists, a lot of activists are professionals. It's their job. It's the only way they can sustain life. 
they get paid. In fact, hey, think about this. We're on day 20. All right. We're on day 20 of, of uh, BLM protests in many cities, D.C., New York, around the country. 20 days. 20 days. Ask yourself, could you take 20 days off of work to do anything? Anything. Play golf, sit at home, travel. 20 straight days to go do what you want. No, you can't. The majority of us cannot. And the majority of the protesters can't either. That's why they don't. They go out and they protest, and there are people taking care of them, giving them food, giving them water, giving them money, giving them gift cards, giving them perks. There are foundations. I'm not naming names, but one of them may or may not rhyme with Clinton. There are foundations. There are billionaires. Again, I'm not naming any names, but one of them may rhyme with Soros. Wait, I'm not. I'm missing. I'm, I'm doing that That's wrong. Actually That's actually naming names. Yeah. I named the name. Yeah. I meant one of them may rhyme with Blinton, and one of them may rhyme with you know. Moros. Choros. Chur- yeah. Oh yeah. Churros. Oh, it's, I love churros. <laughs> Those would be great. I'd protest for some free churros. Anyway, so that's what happens. These people are making money. Reverend Rawls makes money off of this. Reverend Al Sharpton, one of the wealthiest people in the in the one of the wealthiest men of the cloth, quote unquote, in history. Because they have money coming in left, right, and center, and they profit from it. And if you profit from something, you're going to do it more and more often. Eight, that's why they made this show two hours instead of one. 855-765-1045. All right, listen, before we get out, hold on. Before we get interrupted by the mayor, I have to do, uh, we have some mail here, and we do every Tuesday, and we want to keep things consistent because consistency is key. Every Tuesday, we do something called Mail Time. And people send us uh, people send us letters. We got a letter today. We got a package directly from Amazon, by the way. Yeah, they're cutting out the middleman. I like that. Now people, they're not mm-hmm. even sending us stuff. They're just going on Amazon and ordering us things and sending them to the <laughs> station, which I love. Uh, but I, hopefully they put a card in there because I don't know their name. Do we have We do. Out? It's we, in your Mark K. Show folder. It is in the Mark K. Show folder. It's called Country Mark K. Show Mail Time. Okay, Hannah has been in charge <laughs> of... The, not that one, the other one. The other folder. Oh, this one. Yeah. Hannah has been in charge of the mail time theme songs until we get one that we deem appropriate and liked by most people. <laughs> so this is what, your third? Uh, this is my fourth, I This think. is your fourth? All right, here we go. Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. Here is our new mail time anthem. You already know what time it is. That's right. It's the Mark K Show mail time. If you want to send us something, go ahead and send that to 11700 Central Parkway, Jacksonville, Florida, 32224. Now wait no further. It's your host, Mark K. Wow. I got to tell you. Yeah. I got to tell you. You, talking about. you did that? Yeah. That was amazing. You know what? It's only just missing like a gunshot. Oh, I could add some in there. Well, we can. No, we got it. We. That's really good. I like that. Is that your favorite one so far? <laughs> I really like this one. This you one, already know what time it is. Wow, this may be a. You already know what time. Are you hearing how it changes? No, it's great. It's, this is this is okay. You you hit the nail on the head. I'm <laughs> bravo. Props to you, man. Thank you. I'm so proud. That is great. I appreciate All it. Right. Yeah, throw a couple gunshots in there, and uh, you know what we need. By the way, we need like the address. We need a second part, like a closing with the address again. So it was in there, wasn't it? No, yeah. I would say take the address out of the opening. Oh, okay. And and just make a closing. Oh, closing. Got I can it. Do yeah. that. All right. Oh, that's great. All right. So here we go. Let's. Ninety uh, seconds. All right. We don't have a lot of time. So here we go. <laughs> we got a letter here from somebody whose name is totally illegible, but uh, my name's really big on the back, so I know it's for me. It says attention, Mark K. And it says inside, this is groovy music, man. I'm liking this. Thank you. It says, Frank, oh, wait, here we go. Mr. K, will the virtue signaling protest marching self-righteous Jacksonville Jaguars hire Colin Kaepernick? 
Frank Rizzo would never kneel with the marauding, pillaging looters from Bob. That's a great question. We will. We That is a rumor I've heard. That is a rumor I've heard about the Jaguars. We will soon see. Uh, all right. Let's open this package quickly. From you Amazon. already know. From you Amazon. already know what time it oh, is. Look, it's a gift for you. <gasps> for who? For you. For me? No, for me, I think. Hey, Mark and crew, it's for us. Okay. I listen to y'all's show every day at work from time to time. Chime in on chats and say hi. Also, LOL, my last name is spelled Levesque, but the pronunciation, oh, is Levesque. And then it's from Ryan Levesque. Thank well, you, that's Ryan. Sweet. Look at how beautifully packaged this is. All right, we literally have like 10 seconds to open it. And then the mayor's going to, look at this. This is so nice. What do you think's inside? Mmm, food. I, I can't even open it. It's so Food? Oh, hey, if only I had like a knife to cut that thing open. Oh, my God. Guess what it is? It is, it is whiskey. It's, box. whiskey. it's wrapped up in more It's pages. a box in a box. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> we got it. It's okay. We, we got this. Wait, wait, we got it. It's, it's we, just we the mayor. Some spots. The mayor can be late. Funny Donald Trump large. Oh, wait. Hold oh, on. it's going to be a shirt. It's going to be. It's a mattress. It's, it says Trump, finally, a president with a word that I can't pronounce. And it's a coffee mug. Oh. Hey, this is Soros. perfect. Are we sharing that? Yes, it's for all of us. So we'll just we'll just pass it around like it's communion. Hey, Ryan, thank you so much. Everybody else, if you want to send us uh, if you want to send us mail, we'll post that in the chat. And of course, um, we'd, we'll do this every Tuesday. Quick break. When we get back, we're waiting on Mayor Lenny Curry for an update with coronavirus here in Jacksonville. It's the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.